EC Nation, welcome back to another episode of Embezzling Creativity. Embezzling Creativity, fool. I am your host and I am also the director of digital marketing over at Dom Digital Media and I go by the name of Dom Witherspoon. If this is your first time here, Embezzling Creativity is the place where all the ones come to congregate. It's where we turn obstacles into opportunities. It's where we share knowledge of all the information that we were able to cultivate over the years, right? And I do that by sharing information on video production, podcast production, and how those tools can be used to help you to grow your business. And you do that by commenting, sharing, and you can even take it a step further by coming to be a guest on the show. And in this episode, we are going to talk about how you as a business owner can go about asking for the sales and feel more confident in doing so. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to talk about is preparation and consultation, right? So the information I'm going to give in this segment can actually be uh, information that you gather prior to meeting with the business owner or with your prospective client. And it could also be information that you gather during your meeting with the business owner or prospective client, right? Now, let's say, for instance, I'm attempting to create videos for a chiropractor, right? During my initial phase, I will focus my attention on actually gathering information about this particular chiropractor. I will gather information about who it is that they target, um, how do they help the people that they target, which problems are they facing, um, what's working for them, and what are they doing that could actually use some work, right? So now let's take this same chiropractor example, right? Um, Who's their target audience, right? It could be athletes, it could be veterans, it could be senior citizens or whatever. And it'll be be up to me to discover that. I could do that prior to meeting them and I could also find out this information while having a conversation with this person, right? Now, let's say, for instance, um, they work primarily with senior citizens, right? Uh, We know now in 2021, 2022, um, that there are issues that's particular to senior citizens, that may not be um, as relevant to someone else that they may be targeting, right? So maybe uh, this chiropractor, the issue that they're dealing with is that they're realizing that not as many people are signing up to have sessions with them, right? Um, They're having a low turnaround rate, right? When they go to reach out to um, their former clients or even potential clients, they're not really hearing back from these people, right? And so... While they're saying all of this to me or while I'm gathering all this information, what I'm realizing is that the issue is not really that these people don't want to transact, right? It's not really that they don't want to return these calls or emails, right? It could really just be that the issue that they're having or what they're getting caught up on is actually the C word that we really can't talk about, right? Because I don't want to get dinged, right? And so we know that for the elderly, this particular, uh, uh, pandemic that we're facing currently it impacts them in a more drastic way than it may impact you or even myself right and so once that shift in our minds as we're talking to 
um, this potential client or for me in this instance, as I'm talking to this chiropractor, you know, I'm looking at the information that I'm receiving from all different angles so I can see exactly how I can best help them on their journey. Right. And so what I may discover is, like I said, the uh, elderly population, they don't really want to come out to this or for this. Right. Um, they don't want to risk their health. They'd rather be in pain than to actually book a session where they might come back home with something that they didn't leave out with. It'll be up to me in that particular instant to actually see how I can use what I do to help the chiropractor in this particular instant. Now, if you are a residential real estate agent, you could really use the same procedure, right? So when you come across a potential client that wants to um, hire you or considering hiring you, um, you still need to answer some of these same questions for that potential client. Um, but you want to know why are they moving, right? What type of space are they looking for, right? Do they need more space? Do they need less space? Are they single? Are they married? Um, newly divorced? Um, do this person have children? Are they moving with uh, generations of families? Um, what is the work situation? Are they working from home? Is it multiple adults working from home? Um, do they have any pets? Um, what's, uh, what's the urgency of them actually making this move, right? And so it's a number of different points that you want to hit on when you're talking to a potential client or a potential customer or whatever, when you're trying to actually get them to sign a contract, when you're actually attempting to make that sale formal, right? And so you really need to understand what problems it is that they are facing and you need to understand how you, in a position that you're in, how you can help that person out. And so let's go back to that chiropractor example, right? Now, let's say I've heard all they had to say during this consultation. I've, I've gathered all the information that I needed from their website, from their social media channels, from their reviews, from the testimonials, et cetera, et cetera, right? And the recommendation that I will make for this particular company is actually to have a VBC created for them, right? A video business card. I believe every company, every business should have a video business card Anyway, right. But with the information that was gathered, now I have an idea of how to visually portray that company, the company culture, the problem that they solve, who they solve it for, etc. All within that one to two minute video. Right. So I will recommend a VBC for that chiropractor. Right. But what I will also recommend or what I will also make sure of is that we are having different visual cues that I actually emphasize um, the different cleaning procedures that's happening, right? The lengths that uh, this chiropractor is going to to make sure that everyone that comes in through their door for services is actually safe. They're able to go back to their families um, feeling much better and not just because of the service that's provided, but because they, they weren't somewhere where they were able to contract anything that would be detrimental to their health in the process, right? And so that's something that will really stand out for that chiropractor if, especially if, um, they're targeting senior citizens and the elderly. They're really concerned about their health and different complications that can arise from them going to an unfamiliar space. At the same time, if you are that real estate agent, right, um, you might say, hey, look, I recommend this place or this area uh, because the houses that are built um, in this in this particular location, they have huge backyards. And I see that you have children. I see that you have pets or you have a large family or whatever. So I'm sure that you could use the space in that way. Right. Or you might recommend a location that's 
in a particular area because you know it's within a good school district. And once again, whoever it is that you're selling to, they have children, right? Maybe you're selling to someone or attempting to um, get a contract with someone that's newly single or um, moving into their starter home or whatever the case is, you might recommend an area with a lively nightlife, right? Where the community actually comes together with a young community where they can all grow together. They can all bond or whatever the case may be, right? Because you as a real estate agent in that particular city or in that particular state, you have better insight into what's happening around the city, what's happening around the state and how your potential customer or your potential client can actually relate to whichever area based off of where they are in their lives currently. So if you was able to find that tip right there useful at all, I need for you to share this episode with someone before you forget. And if you're watching on YouTube, gently tap that like button so we can get this video in front of more people. Come and be a guest on Embezzling Creativity. The podcast is really, it's for us. It's for us to build community. It's for us to share our knowledge and experiences. And it's for us to really push to keep our resources flowing within a tribe. Ideally, we'll have some business owners and entrepreneurs step up, some free thinkers, and we'll also have some members that are traditional and non-traditional teachers step up to enlighten us on what they've learned over the years. All the information is available at embezzlingcreativity.com. Let me learn a bit about you and what you would like to share with the tribe. Oh yeah. I'm down, by the way. It's all love. Embezzling creativity, fool. Okay, so at this point, you've done all your research and your preparation. Um, you're sitting down. You're having your consultation. You're about ready to wrap this up. Um, you're feeling a little nervous. You get the little bit of feeling in your stomach because you know that you're about to ask for this sale officially, right? You know that you officially need for money to exchange hands so you can get started on this project that you're, I'm sure you're eager to get started on, right? So how do you go about that? So before you formally ask for this sale, you need to have a very clear understanding of where you stand with your potential client, right? You really need to um, um, ask essentially, right? Get down to whether you are both on the same page when it comes to understanding the vision for that company and how you can help them to uh, bring that vision to life, right? So you really need to have a clear understanding because you will find sometimes when you're in these meetings with people that they will nod and that they will agree and they might even light up at the uh, vision that you present before them, right? And all the while, they know that they cannot really transact with you. They know they have um, an issue or two that's not being addressed, right? They know that they have concerns or they may have um other potential um, business businesses to work with, right? Like you have competition, like they're vetting different people in your same industry to see who will be a good fit for them, right? And that's good. It's nothing to be um, afraid of, right? It's nothing to shy away from. In fact, you want to attack that head on. And so before you can actually act for this sale, you need to make sure that you're both on the same page. So you can very well just ask them directly, are you having any concerns about doing business with my company? And then you need to sit there and wait for a reply. Even if it gets a little awkward, right? Even if the quiet, the silence is a little uncomfortable for you, you don't break the silence. You wait for them to respond to the question that you've asked. 
and then you address those issues head on, right? So for me, um, an issue may be about pricing, right? Um, they're afraid that Dime Digital Media's our our numbering system is out of whatever budget they may have set forth for this particular video, right? Um, they may have issues or concerns about logistics of how we can actually set up a shoot and locking everything down, dates, people, cast, crew, etc. right? And, and that's fine as well. They also may have the issue where this business that they're representing currently is actually not fully owned by them. There's actually a decision maker that they may need to consult with or that's higher up than them that makes the final decision. And if that's the issue as well, it's something that you would like to know about while you're in that meeting so you can know how to proceed going forward, right? And so you really just want to attack everything head on and make sure that you have a clear understanding with this potential customer or with this potential client. Now, for me, as the first part, as the first step in the process, if you want to work with Dom Digital Media, you have to submit a discovery form at adomdigital.com. And the question that I have on this discovery form is basically all the things that I'm saying to you right now. I want to know, um, the, I want to know about the company. I want to know what issues they're facing. I want to know how they tried to combat this issue in the past, right? What was the result of them actually trying to do that in the past? Have they worked with anyone else for video before? What was the results of that, right? Um, how much money are their clients spending with them? I want to know about that as well. Um, I just want to know answers to all these different questions so I could best formulate how to proceed forward when going with that client. Right. And so if they're not, if you don't have a process where you ask these questions before you even set up a meeting, you got to make sure that these questions are answered during the meeting. Right. So you know how best to proceed forward. Right. You may or may not be a good match and it's perfectly fine. Everything is not for everybody, but the quicker you recognize that, the quicker you realize that the better off you all will be. And so another way you can ask this question is by directly stating what needs to happen for us to be able to move forward, right? Because you don't know what's going on inside their heads, right? And so you want to ask the question plain as day so they can actually sit there and outline everything that's happening, what they may be hesitant about, who they need to speak to, um, if they maybe they're not feeling the idea that you presented, maybe they have their own ideas or whatever. But at the end of the day, you want to know uh, what needs to happen so you can move forward. And you also want to know what will look like a success for them. Because you can have all these different ideas, you could give them strategies about implementation or whatever the case may be as it pertains to video production, as it pertains to service businesses, right? And it might not be what they're looking for, right? And so you may have the best idea in the world to you but to them, it sounds mediocre or to them when they implement it, they don't get the results that they was hoping for. Right. When, when y'all first sat down and had that consultation. And so you want to make sure that you're meeting their needs at the same time. If you are a real estate agent, um, you want to know the same thing. What needs to happen so we can move forward? Right. Um, do these different ideas sound like they're appealing to you? Do you have any type of input? Right. Are you concerned or hesitant when it comes to us transacting together? Right. And I've worked with a couple of real estate agents. So you might also want to um, focus on providing value because moving could be a stressful time in someone's life. Right. It, it, 
And it can happen for a number of different reasons. In any case, this is most often a major life change for that person. And so you really want to own in on making everything easier for them, right? And so when I found myself working with different real estate agents, um, the one I decided to go with actually was sending listings over to me um, based off of my criterias before I even signed the contract. And so for me, that was very beneficial because I was getting value prior to us even locking in together officially, right? Um, if it was a house or something that popped up that seemed like it may be a fit for me, I was getting a phone call about it or getting sent a text message or a link about it, right? And that really worked in my favor because it was simple as clicking the link, right? As simple as answering the phone. And that's why I ended up going with this person because if you're doing all of that before we even sign a contract, I feel like this might be a good relationship for the both of us, right? Um, so you might want to keep that in mind as well if you are a real estate agent or if you are working in something similar, right? In a similar field where you don't make your money until after the, the deal is closed, right? And you just want to keep these different things in mind, especially when you're asking for the sale. You want to make sure that you're providing value in whatever form that it looks like based off of your industry. And that's how you're going to be able to get a step closer to actually getting that deposit submitted in your bank account. Need a trusted source to help you launch your podcast? Dom Digital Media. Need different budget options? Dom Digital Media. Need this information all in one place? Dom Digital Media. Don't allow the many gear options, prices, and your lack of experience to make you feel overwhelmed. Be like me and avoid all these issues by signing up at domdigital.com slash podcasting and do it today. And so after you've done all that needed to be done in order for you to actually close this deal, the next thing we need to focus on is um, the next steps and follow-ups, right? And what this essentially means is that you must already have a process in place for taking on, for onboarding that new client, right? And so it's a lot of times you see business owners, they're working so hard to get the sale. They're working so hard to set up the meeting. They're working so hard for the consultations, right, to get in front of the right people. They're working so hard at networking, right? But they fail to put different systems in place for after they onboard a client, right? It's like they're not thinking far enough ahead to where they're actually doing business with someone, right? They're all about the chase. There's so much about the chase that, they forget that there's a next step after that, right? And so this person may decide to actually transact with you. And if they do, congrats, right? The next step is to actually accept a deposit, right? Because you don't want to start working on a project without having had that deposit. You dig what I'm saying? And so you need to have a system in place where you're able to accept a deposit, where you're able to have contracts signed, right? And so if you are going to that meeting, you know, it might be a little presumptuous, but it may also just be a good idea for you to have a contract, a draft, a rough draft or whatever drawn up already prior to going to the meeting with that potential client. And by the end of the meeting, should everything go well, hopefully everything does go well, you'll be able to have a signed contract and a deposit before you even reach your car. Right. And how you do that is by having the contract already ready before you go to the meeting. It might be some details that you may need to change up based off the information that you receive while you are there which is perfectly fine. And you also have your bank account information so that you're able to get your deposit as soon as possible. Now, the purpose of that, being able to get your deposit as soon as possible is so that you can start working as soon as possible, right? And so you can get the ideas or whatever floated over to that client as soon as possible, right? You wanna 
you want to work as quickly and as fish as efficiently as possible for your client, especially, especially if they leave that meeting, um, having given you a signed contract and having given you a deposit to get started on their project. Right. And so you want to make sure that you, t- you take that on immediately on the flip side of that. If you don't have everything set up and ready to go, um, <laughs> you just gonna have to get on it. You're gonna have to get on it as soon as possible. As soon as you leave the meeting, you make sure that you email over a contract in a way for you to accept your payment immediately. All right. Because you don't want to take too much time in between the meeting and actually getting a contract to them because you want to get that off of your place as soon as, as soon as possible. I've mentioned this before in a previous podcast where you are doing these, when you do have multiple things going on and a part of that, um, relies on a different person. You want to make sure that you do your part that way. That person can do their part. You don't want to be the reason for a holdup. And so that's why you get the contract over to them as soon as possible. And plus you don't want them to forget about you, right? You don't want them to have to follow up with you to do business with you. Otherwise they'll be better off going to someone else that's on top of their game already. You feel what I'm saying? And so you want to make sure that you're already there. You're already good to go. You want to make it quick and you want to make it seamless. You may also run into those times where um, everything seems to be going well at the meeting. And um, when it comes down to actually signing a contract and submitting a deposit, you don't hear anything. It's crickets, right? Um, emails is crooked. Text messages is crickets, right? And you actually want to make sure that you pick up the phone. You want to make sure that you pick up the phone and give that person a call, right? And once you give that person a call, you go right back to what we was talking about at the meeting. You want to know the reason for the holdup? Are you hesitant about anything? Is there a problem? Um, do you have a different vision, et cetera, et cetera? You just want to get down to the bottom of it, right? You just want a clear understanding on where the, dis- where the disconnect is, right? Why you haven't gotten your contract signed? Why you haven't gotten your deposit when you're so eager to get started on this project, right? And you want to get down to the bottom of it. It's not to shame anyone, right? And at the same time, you must be open to the fact that everything is not for everyone. So maybe after the meeting, they went back home and they spoke to a coworker, they spoke to a boss, they spoke to their spouse or whatever, and they decided that working with you is not the best thing for what they want to do at this moment, at this moment, at this point in time. Maybe um, they don't have the budget specifically for that at the moment, which is perfectly fine as well. You just say, all right, cool. Keep me in mind for, for anything in the future. You dig what I'm saying? And most likely they will. So quick story. I met this guy who was a business owner, I think in 2020, whether it was on social media at a networking event or something, I can't recall, right? We have a, we have a decent um, work relationship at this point, at this moment, we have some of the same values or whatever, but that's beside the point. The point is I, um, I met him or whatever months went by and Dime Digital Media along with myself, we started, um, sponsoring different uh negro owned businesses right different black owned businesses right and we we went out um we we vetted the different companies their values or whatever and the ones that we wanted to support we approached and so when i approached this guy about uh creating some video content for his company (laughs) um to him it was it was a wild coincidence because he wanted to work with Dime Digital Media, but he didn't have the budget just yet to do that. But he was he was so excited about, you know, being able to save up to work with me. And that when when I decided to reach out to him, everything just seemed to come together full circle. And so I say all of that to say, 
like I said, everything is not for everyone. Um, but at the same time, those that like you, those that know you, those that trust you, those that want to work with you, they will find a way to work with you, even if it's not in this moment. Right. And so keep that at the front of your mind as well. You don't want to burn bridges, especially not based off of something like like money. You dig? Because if it's about the money, then they still value what it is that you're bringing to the table. They're just not in a position where they could afford it or where they could justify it. You know what I'm saying? And so that's not something to hold against someone because of where they are in their journey at that particular moment when your paths cross. I know the burden of having a product or a service that can help your tribe, but not having a bullhorn loud enough for them to hear it. Together, we can solve that problem with video. Video is the tool needed to amplify your message, get in front of the right audience, and to scale your business. I wanna help you to develop and implement these assets so that you can get the greatest return on your investment. It all starts with the digital business card. Visit dimedigital.com and submit the discovery form. I'll see you soon. And so I hope that you all were able to find these tips useful when it comes to asking for the sale on behalf of your business, right? And of course, first thing first is preparation and consultation, right? So you need to research the company that you want to do business with, that you're looking to transact with, or the client that you're looking to do business and transact with, right? You want to know some of the things that they stand for, who are they targeting, um, what are their values, what's working, what's not working for them. You understand what I'm saying? And then you'll be able to move forward from there right um the next step when it comes to actually asking for the sale you want to make sure that you're both on the same page when it comes to the vision right when it comes to what you can provide them and when it comes to what it is that they need in order to bridge a gap between them and their clients and customers when it comes to bridging a gap between them and their employees whatever problem it is that they are attempting to solve you want to make sure that whatever it is that you offer that you can bridge that gap right and prior to actually asking for the sale officially you want to make sure that you're on the same page when it comes to the vision of where you all would like to go right and only then only then will you be able to successfully ask for the sale um get back a signed contract as well as receive your deposit so that you can move forward on whatever the project is that you are working on right um, if you were able to make it this far in this episode, I encourage you to subscribe and tap that notification bell so that you can get more episodes to you right in your inbox, right? If you have any questions or comments, leave it in a comment section on YouTube. Um, if any of you happen to know the answer to whatever question it is that is asked, I ask that you respond to it politely you know it's all love and it's all family here and so let's keep the conversation moving forward right um once again i am your host here and i go by the name of dom witherspoon and in case you forgot i am also the director of digital marketing over at dom digital media right and before i go i need you to remember the goal is to turn obstacles into opportunities. So if you were able to take anything at all away from this episode, share it with a friend who may be able to take something away from it as well. Once again, this is Embezzling Creativity. Embezzling Creativity. Oh.